Oh, here we go. Here we go. Stitch City. Here we go. This means being recorded, as always. Hello, bro. What's going like, on? You, know you know when you're doing all that sexting and you get to the point, so when, when should I come around? I'm free next week. Next what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I t- I'm telling you, man. Those, you, even, even you just saying that just reminds me of how little patience I have. Like, in terms of delayed gratification, like somebody <laughs> says, yo, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you 50p now or 50 pounds tomorrow. I'm like, yo, but I don't even I, I need that 50p. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad, but I mean like that's how I am. I start going. You're hey, like, what time tomorrow? Like first thing, like first thing tomorrow, <laughs> like, like say when I wake up type thing. Yo, even with like online shopping and stuff, there's times where it's like I could wait for it to come two days on Amazon. Or go to the shop right now, and I'm like, "Yo, I need this right now." Like, well, I, like, I, like this. I like, I like that. I like going to the shop right now because online shopping has made us some kind of slaves to laziness, man. We just don't want to leave. Just deliver it to your door right now, you know. So I'm here for. I'm here for the. Um, I'm here for the, the you know, you know. Let me go to the shops. You know, go out, see the scenery. You know, walk around. You know, don't just buy the gift first away. You know, you don't just go there and buy. Or sometimes you just go there, pick up, and come straight home. Mm. But you know, sometimes it's yeah. good to just get out. You know, I tell you what, yeah, I'm I'm all for that in theory. Every once in a while, I'll be like, yo, I should go get something from like the the little supermarket downstairs in the apartment block where I'm staying. But yo, when I realize that they do delivery to your door, <laughs> my brother, they can bring you up fresh croissants in the morning, bro. It's a new lifestyle. But that's now. the thing. Are you, you pay more for that, though, isn't it? You pay uh, the equivalent of one pound more. Yeah, yeah. Because your bitch ass is too lazy to go downstairs. And then bro, when you walk I... croissants in the morning and you're feeling like somebody, you're going to wake up in the morning and just turn like, where my croissants at? You know, it's like, <laughs> you're a whole ass nigga. That's all you is. It's a hole. I'm sorry about it. I'm and that's the thing, yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing about life. It's like, when you get into these routines and these habits, this is why people jump off a fucking skyscraper building because croissants going to come in in the morning no more. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the first sign. That's the first no. sign of change in, in the financial dealings when, when the croissants ain't coming in the morning. It's like, oh, shit. We need to do, we need to do an audit. You know, no, when they say you need to downsize, people yeah. think when they say you need to downsize, people don't realize how, you know, it's like, so, baby, we can't do the croissants in the morning thing no more. What? A word? A word? I don't know if this marriage is worth staying in. <laughs> That's when she starts cheating. And here's the thing. It's not even that she's cheating because she wants someone else. A nigga just gave her a warm croissant in the morning. And she said, oh. Oh. <laughs> I got something he's, for that. He's interested in me. Just the warm croissant game. That's all it was. <laughs> People think cheating be some kind of complex. Nah, fam. It's just the warm croissants in the morning came. Yeah. Bro, you, what you're saying here yeah, is very real. I was literally thinking about this in the lift on the way up. And basically what happens is in the apartment, what I've noticed is during the daytime, when most people are working, like have gone to a workplace, they shut down one lift, right? So only one lift is, of the two lifts, only one is going up and down. And I was waiting and I was getting pissed off and I was like, hold on a second, hold on a second. If, if, if they took out the power grid or whatever it is, I am screwed, bro. 
if they took out air conditioning in this place, I don't know if I can make it. I don't can you like imagine? yotes. I don't know so if I can make it, you know. Terrorists don't even have to pull up in places like Dubai. Just stop the lift supply. Watch motherfuckers say, you need to change some laws for these people, you know. <laughs> Yo, all the, and, and my apartment's not even that crazy. I'm on the fifth floor. But imagine right. people who are like on those 17th on those, floor yeah, right, 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 right. <clears throat> Imagine, Imagine the people who've never actually gone to go and get their own groceries before. And now you have to physically go get your groceries. Bro, like I am... Yo, we are not prepared, you know, for things to go wrong. It's so funny how the high-rise life is so different in Dubai, like, because, you know, they have the high-rises and, you know, you have the elevator and the concierge and all that shit. In mm. Hackney, you know, when I grew up in the council flat, you know, we had the same, we had the same elevator system, but, you know, we used to pee in ours, you know what I mean? Like, the three tiers of war. Like, I'll be going into them, I'll be going into them high-rises in Dubai, I'll be feeling all weird, like, this is so clean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm used yeah. to going into the elevator, you have to hold your breath. <laughs> Yeah, you, you guys ain't have concierges. You just got a man there who's standing by the lift serving. Oh, no, no, we have concierges. It's just that you write it on the wall. From B was here, 2094. <laughs> with the hysterics at the top. You know how it is. Just to let you know, it's just let everybody know you were there. Bruh, uh, yo, this this life, this life out here, it's, it's going to turn all of us soft. I, I mean, I, I'm going to need to, I'm going to act- actively make sure, I'm going to have to actively make sure my kids take on some kind of responsibility because absolutely well, think this about it like place. This. if there was to be a war now you won't have to go into a country and kill people you just destroy their way of living and you i think that's really what it. i think that's really what's happening i take think that's really instagram. what's happening take away instagram and tiktok watch these kids go to fight for their country i'm about to go to war baby what do you mean what do you I need mean to fight for, i need to fight for what's right mom <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh my so they put out, so the Rolling Stones put out a list of greatest okay. albums, hip hop albums of all time, top two hundred. Okay, Ready to Die was number one. Are you serious? Yeah, that's that's a bit wild to be fair. Number yeah, one album of all time. Yeah, hip hop album of all time. It's Ready to okay, Die. Okay, okay, I know. Okay, it was specifically hip hop. Was it albums? Hip hop. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But even no, then... No, yeah, I want to put that as the greatest hip-hop album of all time. It, then again, you know, what, what What would be the greatest hip-hop album of all time? What would you actually say? It's another debate because, like, you know, how do you even... How do you honestly, you know... I mean, there's a, obviously there's a few albums where it's like, you know, um, short bits, you know, but... Um, to say the best album of all time, that's difficult. But the list was wild, Ola. The list was wild. Hey, pull up like, that list it was... Oh, hey, I'm pulling up that list right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like I said, number one was um, Ready to Die. Um, hold on a second. Is this list in the chronological order? Okay, yeah, so number two, what? Well, that's like from number 200. Travis Scott. I don't know. I mean, we're down in the two hundreds. Literally, you can tell me Soldier Boy was there. Right, right, right. Let me go down to the. Let me let me get down to the meet. Let me get down to the top ten in it, so that we can just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, let me go into the integrity. Because <laughs> yo, Jimmy Wine might be in that list, bro. I don't even know at this point. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, damn well, Jimmy Wine's not in the list. 
I don't tell what he's got because he ain't hip hop. All right, look, I got the number one. Them, um, let me do the top 40 in it. So 50 was EPMD Strictly Business, which again is wild for that to be at number 50 because that's a very, very, uh, you know, important album. Straight out Compton's number 49. Right, right, Ooh. right, right. Number 48, J Diller, Donuts. I'm already insulted, but anyway. <laughs> okay, let's keep going, let's keep going. Jake Diller in a list in a hip hop list is like putting genuine in a greatest album. You know what I mean? It's just hey, don't say that. J- Diller fans, Diller fans will never die. You know, Jay Diller Super fans. Diller. Who is Jay Diller? Who is Jay Diller? What's his What's his song? He's He's a producer. He's more of a producer. He's with like Slum he... Village and them. Man. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, it's, it's what, you, know, you know, you know, them, you know them cult followers. It's like people who yeah, talk about Jay yeah, Diller. Yeah, yeah, they talk yeah, about yeah. like. Yo, hip-hop never existed <laughs> before him yeah. and died with him. Yeah. Missy the Misdemeanors, number 47, the Super Duper Fly album. Okay. Yeah. Um, number 46 is Tyler, the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost. I, I haven't heard that album. But it was, That's the it was made one, in, I think. It was made in 2021. To be in a top 50 list when you made the album in 2021, I don't know. Is this Hello, so stressful? Hello, Cool J. Mama said knock you out is number 45. Hey, see, this I is why LL. LL's going to be upset, yeah. man. Because LL been putting in work. And he's really felt like he never really got his dues. And putting Here's someone like that at 47 is painful, man. Genius and Jizza got liquid swords. They're number 44 and 95. I know Rolling Stones did not listen to the Genius and Jizza liquid swords album. I know they weren't feeling that shit. Jeez. Run DMC, 43. That was the 1984 album. Yeah. Um, Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane, 1998 album. That was, that was a fire album. 41 was Late Registration, Kanye West, 2005. Okay. Number, four, <laughs> number 40, Dr. Dre, The Chronic, 1992 album. That's terrible. That's a number 40. Number 40? Oh, I know, right? You're thinking, yeah, there must be some albums I slept on. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> that's yo, number, yo. <laughs> that's number 40. God, I'm thinking which albums are my you know you know when you start questioning your hip hop knowledge, Lil Wayne the Carter 3 is number 39. Number 38, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid Mad City. Okay. Um number number 37, Raekwon, only built for Cuban links. I mean, I've not heard that album, but I think 37 is a fair place. 36, Chance the Rapper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ch- uh, no, I love Chance, but Chance got a better album than The Chronic. <laughs> acid rap, acid rap. Better than The Chronic, you know. Nah, I mean, he, 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 dropped it, he dropped it independent, I think, and like he was, he had buzz. It's, okay, it's not better than, it's not better than, than Straight Outta Compton. But you know when um, they say greatest, oh greatest my doesn't always God. mean best. Greatest doesn't always mean best. Greatest can sometimes mean like the greatness of it, like how much impact it had. It had um, not. It didn't have as much impact as the M, as NWA. I tell you that much. Oh, no, uh, yeah, that, I think. I think that's. Part is <laughs> right, the next album was Doggy Star, nineteen ninety three, Snoop's first album. That album is number three of all time. If you ask me, that's one of the greatest albums ever created. If from production, from character, from impact, from everything, they put that thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. Golly, yo, yo, yo. Uh, 
various artists, the Sugar Hill record story, they put that at number 34. Again, that's probably one of those ones that, you know, for the time, maybe maybe some kid got shot on the block and they just told the whole story. I don't know. Maybe. 33. Maybe that's what Rappers Delight was on. Maybe Rappers Delight was on that album. I don't know, but it's a Sugar Hill thing. I don't know. I don't know. De La Soul, three heel and um, three feet and high rise, three three feet high and rising. That was nineteen eighty nine. Fun fact: Tupac obviously dissed De La Soul, and on the song "Watch Your Mouth," and he said, "De La got a problem with this hard shit. Ever since me myself and I, y'all been garbage. I'ma keep it real, show you how it feels to ride. Y'all went three feet and stop rising." <laughs> People said Pac was a miracle. Wow. Um, Wow. Number, 20, num- number 32, Chief Keith, Family Rich. I can't say I've heard that album. But number okay. 31, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday. <laughs> hey, the yo, game is messed up. That album, it's a dirty game, yo. It's a dirty game, yo. Yeah. Be, record companies must be paying for spots. <laughs> They must be paying for spots. They must be paying hey, you, for don't spots. Put, you don't put an album in the top 10, we ain't using no more music for you. Yo, Beastie Boys is number 30. Um, Paul's Boutique. I can't say I've heard that album, but you know, whatever. Yeah. 29. All Eyes on Me, Tupac. No way. That's not that album's top five. They put my nigga in 29. Let me see the, the next 28. All Eyes on Me is one of my favorite of his albums as well. 28, Mob Deep, The Infamous. That was a hard album still. Number 27, Outcasts, Aquamini. I haven't heard the album. But I think that's the album with me and you. Your cousin no, and, your ma- and your mama too. <laughs> she be like things then falls. She be like playing Cadillac falls. Shout out to Cedric Taylor. I'm telling number you, 20- man. I'm telling number 26 you, is Jay-Z. Number 26 is Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. That's an interesting one. Number 25, Eminem, the Marshall Mappers LP. That is not what? a bad album, as I mean. All right, number 24, Nas. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Marshall Mappers LP was a solid album. That was it one was, of my favorites. Wasn't my favorite growing up. But I... Tw- no, but oh, they put, they put Nas They put Nas Illmatic at 24. Illmatic is 24? Oh. Illmatic oh, is one of the greatest oh. hip-hop albums ever created. And it's at 24. Uh, I think they do this. They do this. Oh, they do no, this no, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't tell you, man. I can't tell you the next album, man. So, Illmatic's twenty-four. All eyes on me, twenty-nine. UKG riding dirties, number twenty-three. <laughs> I'm, I'm Yo, the only song I know on this album is riding dirty. That's the only song I know. Wait, what? No, you said UGK. Yeah, UGK. That's it. And the album is Right in Didn't you see that song? Gotta catch me right in there. Isn't that song? That's Chameleon there, bro. Mad. So I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> that's mad. UGK is, I think that's like um, San Francisco Bay rapper. Like they had um, had that song with, um, what's his name? Andre 3000. Um, where they sampled, I choose you, baby. 22 is DMX's uh, Dark and Hell is Hot. I think that's that's too high. Dark and Hell is a flipping classic. 22. It should be number 10. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
So I thought you said it's too high up on the list. That album was. It's dark and hell is hot. Oh. Number 21. Oh, I'm sure I can still recite that album, man. Number 21, Little Wayne. Little Wayne, The Drought 3. I've not heard that album. Um, It can't be anyway. Future. <laughs> Wait, Number 20 is Future. DS2 2015. Any album made in 2015 cannot make the top 10, top 20 greatest albums of all time. It just can't do it. It needs time to grow. If we ain't finna listen to DS2 in 20 years' time, Oh my God. Number 19, oh, Little Kim Hardcore. I'm sorry. I love Little Kim, but I don't want dick tonight. It's not going to cut it. It's just not going to cut it. <laughs> Yo, okay. Number 19, That's, she got. Number 19. That album is, okay, anyway. Number 18. That was better than, that album is greater than All Lies <laughs> On Me. All on Me. That album. That Biggie wrote is greater than All Eyes On Me. The song where she's... Hey, yeah, you cut out, man. I, I, I can't hear you. It's like you started saying something wild and then I couldn't hear you anymore. I can't hear you. You silent, man. Yeah, I was saying, you said that album is greater than All Eyes On Me. Let's put All Eyes On Me. That great album is greater than Illmatic. <laughs> She talks about getting her pussy eaten on every track. And I'm not just, I liked it. I liked it at the time. It was cute. Little mama thing, you know, you know, you know, mixing that. But come on, man. Anybody calling that album today? Number 19, you know. Okay, 18. Mad Villain. Mad Villainary. Is this M. Pingy? MF Doom. I'll give MF Doom any, anywhere they want to put MF Doom. I'll take it. Legend. Number 17, Kanye West, Jesus. See, this is my <laughs> Number se- Jesus is a better than college dropout. This is painful, man. This is okay. I'm a I'm a Kanye fan and I love Jesus actually. But Yo, this this these numbers are all over the gap. These numbers are all over the Your heart's about to stop when I say no. Next. No. <laughs> Number 16. Here we go. You ready? Cardi B evasion of privacy. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Cardi B got an album in the top 20. I can't believe it. I'm done. Listen, hardcore should go above this album. I'm done. I can't believe it. Cardi B evasion of privacy is better than All Eyes on Me, Illmatic, Reasonable Doubt. I mean, it's just preposterous. It was really going. It's mad in the dunya right now, man. What's going? Number fifteen, Eric B and Rakim paid in full. Um, okay. Number fourteen, Ghostface Killer, Supreme, Clientele. Hey, man, listen, I love Ghostface, but you made top twenty, baby. <laughs> Number thirteen, Doctor Dre, the two thousand and one. See, I think the first chronic was better than this one, but fair enough. But this is exactly it makes number twelve. <laughs> <laughs> number twelve is clips. Lord willing, are you kidding me? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Number chips is clips. Oh my god, clips doesn't even make top ten list rappers of all time. Let alone albums. <laughs> 
Apart from grinding, what, what else was that? You know what? Happened? You know what? The drug dealers must have really put in some votes for this album to make the 12. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the cocaine trade must have been like, yeah, we got money behind that. You know, we're, we're thinking, who's quoting that clips album? All the pushes are like, I'm your <laughs> pusher. <laughs> oh, all the dealers must have put on. <laughs> all the dealers, like, you remember when Pusher T said, I'm your pusher? Oh, man. Blew my mind hey. that day, man. Number 11, again, oh, number 11, Drake, take care. It's just, it's just not fair. I, I, need, I, need this, I need this top 10 to be solid, because then I can no, forget about 10 no, to 20. If this top 10 is debatable, we'll sleep well tonight, all right? Yeah. yeah. All right, they're starting off well, but it's still quite high for, by the way, number 10 is Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. That goes down as a hip hop album. Interesting. That is a hip hop okay. album. That is a, a hip hop album. Yeah, it is a hip hop album. But it is a ten album as well. It is a top ten album. So I say fine. It's a top. 10 it's album. definitely a top ten album. But I, I, yeah. I wouldn't have put. I would have thought it was more R and B. But okay. I know she rapped on like everything is everything, but she spent most of that time singing. She spent most. You know, she rapped a lot as well. I remember more singing, but um, but okay, cool. Um, a trap called Quest, the low end theory. I'll give that. I'll put that in the top ten album. I'll put low end theory. I'll give it for a top ten album. If they wanted to do that, I'll give it for that. Like, if you want to, I mean, maybe, probably not, but yeah, whatever. I mean, I definitely nine, be going like Midnight Marauders or, or like one of the other albums anyway. Like that's number wild. eight. Okay, anyway. Number yeah. eight, Wu Tang. Enter the Wu Tang. Thirty six chambers. I, 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 okay, it's I respect that. It's gonna yeah, happen. I respect yeah, that. I respect that. I'll take I that. It. I'll take that. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it's your reactions that are killing. <laughs> Number seven, Missy, so addictive. Nah, uh, nah. nah. See, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, uh, yo, you go is yeah. You go put in a different category. A, a feminist put that one in. They said yeah. we need to have more women in the top ten. Yeah, there's the no top way. ten. Yeah, because there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. addictive. <laughs> that's, that's, not even albums. that's not even what we she's a bitch that's what we get your freak on yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not, not really, sure about I, that I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure about, about that one man it won't make a top 10 for me I can debate that one out easy man yeah and I love Missy I love Missy and I, I grew up okay. with with Missy so it's not it's not hate it's not shade on Missy it's not hate it's just like we know the music like we know the music we're talking about top 10 hip hop albums of all times of all time like come on man this is wild like Kanye West my dark twisted fantasy is number six again I respect it I respect it it's an incredible album you know what I'm saying it's an incredible album you see what I'm saying if this was like number eight nine and ten I could say right, you know what fair play if you'd stack number one to eight with the albums that you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you throw yeah. all like this and you're like, yeah, fair play, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you've, when you've had some of the greatest albums and then you've got Cardi B at 15, it's hard to even see my, at number six. This is it, man. This all is right, all right, it. this is top five. This is top Ooh. five, baby. This is Ooh. this is the Kuduka. All right, five. Ooh. I don't know. Kendrick Lamar to Pimper Butterfly. I I will go with that. And I will back that one because I think that's actually one yeah, of the greatest... Play. Albums of all time in general. Fair play, so I'll, and I'll take that. I'll take that. If, I'll if take we that. if we both get like a, a wild card, I'm definitely throwing mine behind to Pimper Butterfly. Fair play, fair play, fair play, fair yeah. play. Number four, Public Enemy. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Again, I'll take that. 
I'll take that. Okay. Timing of okay. the timing of that album, you know, how militant they were and just, you know, his lyrical ability as well. So, you know, I understand that. Number three, Jay-Z Blueprint. They're only doing that because Jay-Z is still alive and such a hip-hop mogul. But it's still a top top ten album. It's a top ten album. Yeah, and I and I knew Blueprint was going to be the one that they went with. Um, yeah, 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 because, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but when you have those greats, you have to kind of pick. Well, what's that seminal album that you kind of have? to And go I think with? Blueprint is that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, number two, Outcast, Stankonia. From see, a commercial is, standpoint, yeah. From a commercial standpoint, I can't yeah, see that. I can't see as number two. I can't, I can't either. I can't either. I, I can't cannot either. Two. I cannot. But from a commercial standpoint, I understand why they do that. But then this confuses me because it's like, you put Ready to Die at number one. I don't get it. I don't get the thinking. Is it because you want to put Biggie in the list? Do you know what it is? I think, I think Biggie probably reaches wider in terms of white people than maybe some of these other rappers that we would go for. Because Biggie yeah. is like a, Biggie's like a, a cultural iconic figure for yeah. Americans. Like white people in Brooklyn would be like, spread love, that's the Brooklyn way. They've got murals Definitely. of him in all the Definitely. gentrified areas yeah, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Park, I feel like, like if, you're a, if you're a Park fan, you you'd be like, this is crazy. What's wrong with you people? But if you understand the way the rest of America works, and I think, I think I think you've actually got it. I think I think you've actually got it backwards. To be honest with you, Pac is more of a cultural figure than Biggie in America. Way more cultural. Wait, we can I see by the so. t-shirts, by the morals, by the movies, by the, the constant use of his music, the constant images of his um career. I think um, but I do. I thought you were coming from the angle of with Biggie. The reason why they put Biggie as number one is. Um, Red to Die is a very good album for a first album. It is. Yeah. Um, and they needed to put Biggie in the list. But they didn't put Ready to, they didn't put Ready to Die, um, Life After Death in the list, which is another great album. But that's not in the, well, but it might be in the first, because we, we came from number 40, so it might be in the top yeah. two. I think, I think Me Against the World got 105. <laughs> that album had Dear Mama on it. So, but the truth is, remember, I remember Method Man said it the best, said, Nobody, these lists are just opinions. You cannot take it personal. Like you just, you just have to know. Rolling Stones don't even listen to hip hop. Yo. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I think, I think partly they do. This nigga, you, bro, you paused so long. I thought the internet stopped. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, I was laid out. Bro, you I was, was lost. Out. I was laid out. You was lost on that one. I was laid out for a second, but yo, bro. Okay, so you know what? I think they do, do it to your, trigger you, and then you start talking about it, and then they get the publicity. Do your top five hip-hop albums of all time. And it's not about I, who the best is. It's the ones that you know. If you're if you're going to a... You know that old cliche, if you're, if you're stranded on an island, what are the yeah. top five albums you, you, would, you, you would take? I think, I think you're thinking, this, if I'm I'll stranded on an island, if I'm stranded on an island, and I'm taking five albums with me, have I got a CD player? No one ever throws the way I'm going to plug this motherfucking music into? No one talks about is there electricity on this island. I'm just out here with five good albums in my pocket with nothing to do. But anyway, yeah. Which one I think would, yeah, you, would you? I think I think we did this before, but if I if I can remember correctly, I think mine are um uh all eyes on me, um to pimp a butterfly, it's dark and hell is hot. Um 
what am I missing out right now? Uh, college dropout. And uh, now I think we did top five rappers. We didn't do top five rap albums. Yeah, we did the album. So, yeah. Um, and then one more album. One more album that I want to listen to through and through. I would probably say, oh, this is interesting. Um, I might take another Park album, actually. I might take Are You Still Down? Because it's got two discs with it. So I got an extra <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because if I yeah. take a park album, it would be Are You Still Down? Definitely. Because that's my favourite park album. Okay. It's got Hellraiser my... on it. Yeah, I mean, Hellraiser, I, I, that's... If I'm shining on an island, Hellraiser going to get me through. <laughs> Hellraiser going to have me burning all my energy on the first day. I'm, I'm going to be burnt out. That song, you can't just listen to it on a calm one. No, you can't, man. You've got to be political after that. You start asking questions in the song. Tell me why. Yeah, tell me why, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but I mean, but for me, you know, sonically, right around that All um, All Eyes On Me time, it was just Mm. very interesting sonically for me. Like, the vocals that he used, like, all the, the, the sort of melodic vocals that he used, and the melodies... And the um, the the all the different voices you heard on that album, you know the I funny think thing. It's funny. Together really well. It's funny. The blind stares of a million pairs of eyes looking it's hard. It's funny how people never realize. It's funny how people listen to music here because the truth is, I didn't really care about the beats. It was Tupac's words that that drew me to his music. Like, I was just blown away that someone could rap like this. Like, someone could tell stories like this. Like, wow, this is, is this real? It's like, wow, like, why am I visualizing this so much, you know? Because I just, it was only got, because at first, obviously, everyone listens to, um, you know, everyone listens to um, Hit Em Up. And they think, oh, yeah, ah, right. Okay, so the next track's going to be Kill the the DJ. The third track's going to be I Stab the Producer. And the last track's going to be I Kill Kids in My Dreams. Like, that's not, they think that's Tupac. (laughs) I just think that's going to be his his MO. I remember I was just, I was watching a reaction video yesterday, and this kid was like listening to um, Thug's Mansion, and he okay. couldn't believe because he said he slept on Tupac. Pause. He couldn't believe that how potent his words were. He said, "I just thought he was a thug shouting. I thought he was a fly guy, but I didn't know he had messages and bars like this." And it was nice to see him realize that right, there's more to this music than just you know take your shirt off and. You know, I kill Biggie and all of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yo, I, I I hear that because I was definitely a lyrics man as well myself. But for me, it was always a case of like, you know, you could always get those guys that could do the, the lyrical miracle, blah, blah, blah. But when you <laughs> mix that lyrical in... Lyrical miracle. Yeah. When you, when you, them lyrical miracle rappers, that's what we call them. Lyrical miracle rappers. But when, when you get them with somebody who knows how to make songs you actually want to listen to, mm-hmm. it's, it's mind-blowing. So for me, like, I love DMX's lyrics. I always loved uh, Park's lyrics. But the fact that the beats and the general songs, I actually wanted to listen to them as well. Mm. That's what used to blow my mind. That's what you, I was like, how are you doing all of this? Because don't get me wrong, but I always heard like what was on MTV and there's lots of fun beats and party songs and blah, blah, blah. And so it, it's not like it's Baby, only about turn beats. around and let me see that sexy body go bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
Hey, you know, yeah. you know, motherfuckers used to wait in the club for that bump, bump, bump to do that little bump, bump, bump move, whatever the move was. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah. The maddest thing is like waiting for Diddy to quote unquote rap on it. And he's like, oh I goodness. like that. I bump that, baby. Give it to me like that. And like that. Da, 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 da. Yo, the guy you did know, zero yeah, at rapping. That point, though, at that and point, he was giving up, though. At that point, we're giving up on Puff at that point. We didn't really yeah, have what Puff said at that point. Thanks, Nelly, mommy. Thanks, Nelly, mommy. You can be my escalator to my puppy. Yep, yep, that works. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Diddy's been getting, get getting away with a madness for so oh, yeah. long. Hey, girl, I want to look in your eyes and see the sunrise. What? <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, Diddy, what? Pardon? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know how? Yet? How? I was, I was listening to Diddy just recently. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this interview, but one of the city girls has a like a podcast or something, and she had Diddy on, and she has been quote unquote dating Diddy, but Diddy is obviously Diddy, like Diddy ain't trying to commit to nobody. So she she asks Diddy, like, what's your um, what's your relationship status? And he's like, I'm single. She's like, Why? Well, I I feel like you're single, but we we're like together. Uh, and he's like, oh, wow, whatever you say, brother. And she's like, wait, oh, like, she's, I'm not joking. Like, she's trying to claim him. And he's literally just like, yo, you know, I'm just here to act bad, you know? I'm just trying to take you down to Mexico. To go look at Where the was killer. this? This is on, on the internet. You can see it all. He's basically just spending the whole time dodging her while she's trying to claim him. And he's just doing his Diddy thing. And I'm like, Diddy's got away with this for so long. He literally feels like he can sit on a podcast in front of a woman that he's been sleeping with and tell her, yeah, you know, I'm just acting bad, you know? I just want to take you down and, and, and go look but, at tequila but, what, in Mexico. But, and she's like, oh, yeah. And that's it. But, Did he get away with it? No, he doesn't get away with it. That's he's what, getting that's away with a madness. That's, no, he's not. That's what all people with money and fame do. What, you think he's clean? You think that's his missus? No, that's the, I know that's not his missus. But what yeah. I'm saying is, you know, okay, here's the thing with, with, with these rich guys who get away with a magic. Didn't Tupac say, I'd rather be your N-I-G-G-A so you can get drunk or smoke weed all day. It don't matter if you love me, baby. Like, I'm not trying you to be your, your life. No, 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 no. It's not that part. It's not that part. Right. It's because we, we, we all know that that happens. I'm talking right. about the brazenness to sit in front of a woman on a podcast yeah. and be like, yeah, like I'm yeah. just acting bad, and at the same time, at, at the same time, finessing her like, yeah, I want to take you down to Mexico to go look at tequila, and she's trying to claim him, and he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that's her struggle. And laughing Yo, it off. If I brazen for me would have been like, we ain't together, and I'll see you later. That would be brazen. <laughs> that would be brazen for me. Like that, that was the basic even... tone of it. That was the tone of, of it. Of course, but, like... but she knows what time it is. But the, and the I mean, man is, the music. she's one of these rappers who will be talking about how she's getting one over from men all the time, the scam guy. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, it, it sounds, it, Ola, I saw Takashi 69 show her, he had a poll and he had like six watches on them. I think that the uh, the kettlemen or the kettles or okay, the boiler yeah. or the, yeah. the, 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 the <laughs> I don't know what it is, but the, the kettles. Yeah. And he was like, this is probably one house, two houses, three houses. Four houses. He pulled out a stack of wood. He pulled out a car. Was walking on. He had to pay 1.3 million in restitution to the victims of the people that you know his 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 crimes affected. 
He said, I ain't got it. They said, but what about the, the, the houses and the cars? He said, all rented, all props, all fake. And this is what he said. I'm an entertainer. This is entertainment. And it's facts. It is facts. I mean, to be fair, 50's done the exact same thing. And we all know 50 is not broke. So it's, it's a, it is a ploy. As soon as it's time to pay, you say, I'm, I'm actually bankrupt. I was faking it all, blah, blah, blah. Like 50 took stacks of cash and still out not broke. broke. It's not that 50 is not broke. It's just a case of losing 1.3 million for anybody. It's not, it's a sleepless night. Yes, 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 it is. It you is. know what I'm saying? And they, yes. they all lose money in that sense. So what, it's like R. Kelly said, I don't own my publishing or just, I'm broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got a court case coming. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want them to find the money under the mattress. <laughs> exactly. Don't go inside my closet. <laughs> That's the point I'm making, man. That's the point I'm making. It's but just... the truth is, what, I, what I'm saying, Oliver, is for me, it's not brazen. I expect that from Diddy. I thought she knew. I'm disappointed in her. If your if your daughter comes and says I'm dating Diddy, you be like this, baby girl. This is going nowhere. Of you course, we all know that. this. This is a guy that's this is a guy that sang a song. I need a girl for what? I said I want to look in your eyes and see the sunrise. The song is called "I Need a Girl." Well, Diddy, you've had like what two hundred? <laughs> Pick one, Bruh. Oh, this man. guy did he dated did he dated his son's girl? Like that's that's some mad, mad, mad. And you know what? I, I want to believe that's not true, but that's some wild shit. How your son bring a girl around and be like, yo, you're going to have to share that with daddy. It's <laughs> not even share that with daddy. It's like, he's like, yo, go drop her off in my room and go to your room, man. What are you doing bringing these no, kind the of girl, girls? Is the girl scandalous, though? Is the girl scandalous? It's Laurie Harvey, bro. Look at it like this, though. Look at it like it's this. It's Laurie Harvey, bro. It's Laurie Harvey. Look at it like this, yeah. Look at it like this, yeah. He pulls up in the whip that like his dad paid for him. You see what I'm saying? It's like, you can't compete with your dad. Like, I'm footing the bill for that. You know? Why don't you come to the source? <laughs> well, this is it. To, and then, you know, some people just say, I don't know if you if you follow who Laurie Harvey is. but Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm all, I follow her Insta, her Snapchat. I, t- I, I know you Twitter. don't follow her. I, I read the blogs about her. Like, I'm so intrigued in, in her philanthropy and what she mm-hmm. does for kids in Africa. It just, it touches my heart. I know you don't do all of that stuff. I'm saying, do you know who she is? <laughs> I know who she is, though. Yeah, of course. Okay, so you know Did that... Michael her... B. Jordan just break up with her. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it, you know, whenever people pull out, like, pictures of her with all of her famous boyfriends, like, some people are just going to go, all right, you know, she's a young girl in Hollywood, let her have her fun. And some people are going, wow, mm. she's really been passed around. But the, mm. the whether you think, uh, oh, she's having her fun or passed around, you cannot look at a picture of a girl cuddled up with a guy and cuddled up with that guy's dad and just say, oh, yeah, it's just somebody having fun. Like, that is wild. There has to come a point in which you go, is that wild, there's a though? boundary. Is that wild? It's wild. Is that wild? It's, what about women wild. who want to watch their men get slapped? What about men who want to watch their wives bang by, by, by black men because they want the cocklord fant- fantasy? Isn't that yeah. wild? Yeah. But I mean, it... No, no, all of these things, people, people do wild stuff. Wild doesn't mean right, that people right, don't right. want to do it. So then what, when, does it become, when does it become wild? When does it become normal? This is normal. Do we keep making excuses for how vile we are? Why don't we just come out and say it? We are some nasty motherfuckers. No, we are. We are. I agree with you on that. No, no, I, watched a, I watched a crime thing yesterday yeah, that shook my core. You know the man is I've seen it before, but it's been a while. And you know when you see the picture of the mugshot and you recognize the brother, you're like, I've seen this before. 
But it shook my core. These men adopted a 16-year-old girl from her house. It turns wow. out her brothers ripped them off in a drug deal. Wow. Right? right. And so they came to get the brothers, but they went home. $5,000 he ripped them off because they were having court fees for drug, de drug deals themselves. So they ripped up some drug dealers. The drug dealers came back and abducted his 16-year-old um, sister. He did, they didn't want to tell the police nothing at first because they knew what time it was. But eventually they had to tell the police what's up because their, their sister was missing. She had nothing to do with it. Mm. But what transpired in the eight days they had her scared the hell out of me, man. They it was like four men and they repeatedly raped this girl. Oh, my, my goodness. In the oh, car, man. in a shitty motel, just constantly. They were just taking up and down. They locked her in a bathroom and put a bag over her head. I, I couldn't sleep properly last night. And in the end... They, 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 they dug her grave, beat, beat her till she was unconscious and threw her in the grave and buried her. But she didn't die from being shot or, you know, she died from being buried alive. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they got the perpetrators. Two of them got the death penalty. Other ones got like, you know, 25 years or something like that. One of them who got the death penalty was killed in 2020. One of them was taken off it because of, um, you know, they appealed and it was a disability learning thing in the jiggy. But what that girl went through, it scared my core, man, because I was just thinking, I live in the same world as that girl. She did not deserve that, you know? Nothing. So when no. you look at human nature, man, it's, it's when, you, no. when you hear stuff like, did he, you know, date his daughter's, his son's daughter, you just think to yourself, what else is new in this human world that we live in, you know? To be fair, when you put it like that, but right. yeah, yo, do what you need to do. Because that that's why I tell people, that's heard. why you have to tell people, you have to protect your clan, man. Protect your village at all costs. And I'm talking that information that comes in and information that goes out. People who they are around, people that they watch, people that they study, you know. I'm not against Laura Harvey having her fun, but I will not, I will let my daughter know or my niece know this is not how you secure a future as a person in life. You see mm. what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, it's not, because Lori Harvey's going to get to an age. I remember one girl was telling me how she was in the modeling world and they used to go to parties. And in these parties, you have footballers, celebrities. It's one of them parties where, you know, it's an escort thing, but it's called a party. Yeah. And there's levels. You had black section, you had Eastern European girls, you had young girls, you had, you had the older women's section as well. The older women's section, all these, of course, the men were not interested in that. They wanted the tight bone, you know, fresh out the gate you know, whatever. And yeah. one woman had a meltdown because she used to be the buff girl. Mad. And now she's in her thirties and don't nobody want her no more. Oh. Right, and she had to deal with that. So with Laurie Harvey, it's an interesting thing because I know she's Steve Harvey's adopted daughter. And you know, she's, um, I would say an attractive woman, I would say so. Clearly, because you know, a lot of these men are, are going for her, but to women out there in the world, you know, she's not the standard of woman. Just because Michael B. Jordan likes her or this Tinny Cannon's day, you know, she's not the standard of woman. She's just yeah. a young girl in the world on her journey, you know. I see a lot of girls will put pressure on themselves to look like a Laurie Harvey so they can secure a Michael B. Jordan. But if you look at life as relationships, you know you could date a Michael B. Jordan, he could be abusive. Remember Charles LaBeouf? Yeah, the uh, Transformers dude. He yeah. had he was crazy. <laughs> she had to tell him. She had to tell him he loved her. She loved him every twenty minutes. Mm. Like yeah, I remember that. 
How much time do you have on your hands? This is supposed to be reading lines or nothing. It's like I'm going to stop rehearsal. Sorry, guys. Hey, yo, it's 21 minutes ago. <laughs> like, you know. And so it's important for us to always know, especially with these stories, man. You see these stories like Mayweather's kids and all these girls and boys and the, the, the way they date. And people really, trust me, it's just entertainment, man. On that it's note, like it's actually 6 9 yeah. yeah. Okay. Go, go ahead, bro. Were you gonna round up? No, no. I was gonna. I was gonna bring in the submission from the listener. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, it's important to to not right on that note. Yeah, if you, if actually introduce it because we're talking about dating and finding relationships and so yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it might be a good segue. So shout out to again another listener. Shout out to Phil uh, who sent in this clip um, from. Uh, where is it from? I don't even know. It's like from some kind of podcast. Anyway, it's got Sarah Garvey on it and Just Pearly Things. I know her from YouTube. Um, and basically, uh, it's how do I put this? It's uh, it's it, it's okay. I'll let them introduce the topic and um, and then, then we drop we'll, it. We'll, then we'll we'll comment on it. So let me let me share the screen. Okay, um, so basically, this is this is the topic. This is the clip that was that was sent in. Please let me know or make sure that you can um, hear the computer sound. Forms. There are so, there aren't many men in the church. Can you hear that? Yeah. All right. <laughs> there aren't. There no. aren't many men in the church. No. I think it's like seventy percent women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah now. Think- because the men don't get behind this they're like i came to church for a pure wife why are these hoes in the church and then they're, now they're gonna make me wait when when the last guy got it for the last yep. 10 guys got it for free yeah men don't get what this I, shit I, like, I, I think i think that is such a backward strategy by women right this okay. is why there's so many like single women in the church like mm. it's it's the, the strategy you're 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 balling backwards like really <laughs> and truly you're balling backwards because it's like if you think that going to church is gonna get you the man that you want when the church is mostly women mm. and most of the men in church are already taken we like that's not the place. Mm-hmm. You're better off doing this. You're better off going to the club, or I don't know, to the bar, or yeah. I don't know, to somewhere. It's not for yeah. to find men. You don't go to church. A lot of women do that. A lot of women do. I think they they start off going to church thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to church and maybe I might find a good man. But when you really actually delve into the faith, I'm not gonna say religion because it depends on what kind of they did find a good to. man. But yes, Jesus. if if you mm, yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying like. When you, when a person goes to church and they delve into the faith, mm-hmm. it becomes, it moves away from looking for a man. You're not, you're no longer looking for a man. You're looking for your relationship with God. Once you, I think that's enough. So we don't just basically watch someone else's podcast on the podcast. Um, but <clears throat> what, are you, what were your thoughts, from? That girl's voice is buff, man. I got hair talk all day. This. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're going to talk that shit. <laughs> I like what she said. Women don't go to... to this is what I love about all these things that create discussion, because you, every time you're going to generalise rubbish. And the fact is just, women don't go to church for men. They, they don't. 
for, by the way, for those who are listening in audio, the, the caption or the big uh, title of the video that somebody has clicked this up with says, church is full of hoes, single women, and ran through baby mamas, which is a wild way to position your video, but that's what it says. Anyway, so yeah, Fums, I mean, Fums is of the opinion that yeah, they're not there to find men. I mean... Some clearly are, some are not, but the truth is no, is that- no, no one, no one, I've never seen anyone. I've been in church since I was a kid. What happens is people pray for your husband. It's a cultural thing in most churches as well. Ah, uh, where's your mm-hmm. husband? It's not that they're in church looking for a husband. More time they're in church trusting God for a husband. You see what I'm saying? The psyche mm-hmm. of this pressure on women for a husband, it's gonna go. It's got to go. Men are overrated. Look at the caption. Church is full of holes and ran through baby mothers. Who runs through baby mothers? Who? The wind? The, the bus 94? Bitch ass men. That's who runs through them. Like, if ch- church is full of holes, the world is full of bigger holes called men. But we love to judge one way. Like, church is not secluded from the society. A church is in the world. So if you're going to have holes in the club, you're going to have holes in church. Because guess who goes to church? People. People come from the club to church. So it should be no surprise that there's holes in the church. There's holes everywhere. But okay, but here's here's the here's the difference. Here's I think here's what I think the point that they were making. Because it's not the case that because Christianity, like we all say, it's like a hospital. You're not expecting people who are all perfect to come. It's the people who are messed up who are coming and saying, Look, Lord, I need help. But I think that the problem here is there's almost it's almost like a marketed lifestyle now that one can be in the church still do a madness and God's going to sort it all out at the end. And so it's like it, where the scripture says that be, be not deceived, that you cannot mock the Holy Spirit. You cannot make a mockery of, of, of the Holy Spirit. You can't make a mockery of the grace that we provide, that is provided to us, sorry. You can't continuously live a lifestyle that's an absolute madness and use God as your get out of jail free card to say, okay, when after I've finished having sex with all the guys that I know are no good, they're useless guys out here who aren't doing anything, but I find them sexually attractive. Then now I'm now going to say, all right, God, I'm done now. Now I want you to send me one of those good Christian guys who's going to look after well, me, pay all the bills, well, be nice to me, or whatever. Who, who, who says that? Who, who's, who's, who's planning life is that? I just don't, I don't think anybody goes and says, I'm going to fuck all these guys. And then when I'm ready, it's time for God to give me a good husband. Like, I don't, I, I don't, think, I think there are. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know anyone like that. I mean, I have these conversations regularly, but I mean, but in terms of a personal experience, there's a sister of mine, she's a good friend of mine. She's not, it's not but like you did that shade against her. It works for um, you though, so why can't it work for anyone else? Wait, hold on a second. Let me, uh, let me say this point first and then I'll address what you just said. So what, what she said to me is, um, we were about 16 back then. And this is a girl that I knew from church. So it's not even like uh, just some, any girl. And she said to me that like, um, I don't think any girl w- would want you to want to go out with you. I don't think any girl is going to want you to be their boyfriend, but they're probably going to want you to be their husband. She said that to me. Like she was giving me game or something. And so I asked her about it and she was like, yeah, like you're just not really like, you're just not really that guy that like people want to, that the, like girls going to want to go for now. But when they're ready to settle down, like you'll be a great, you're going to be a great option. And mm-hmm. In, and, and I think that maybe maybe it, that might not have been your narrative, but you know, for anyone who's heard that kind of thing, there's something very um, insulting in it, something kind of bittersweet. 
that kind of says, oh yeah, you're cool, but I kind of want to go and do things that I know are not beneficial, but are fun. And then I'm going to come to you afterwards for the commitment. And that part is, is an insult because it's kind of saying, I want you to, to, to accept the same goods on different terms where you pay more than somebody who else, who I'm going to give it to more freely. Now that dynamic is real. It happens. And we do but see bro, it from the, time the to time problem here is, the, Both the men and women do is, it. The problem here is though, she was 16. Who the fuck listens to 16 year olds? You should have said to her, take this dick in your nose. That's it. She doesn't know anything about life. She's just watching her MTV. You take the this guy home and the this guy home and the Bernie scale narrative and make women like a dog when they're younger. She's just running with that stupid logic. When she grows up, her mindset will be completely different, as would yours. You don't listen to a fucking 16-year-old. But you'd be surprised. Like, people are still saying this kind of stuff into their 20s. Like, so when... Again, who listens to 20-year-olds? Why would you listen to a 20-year-old? For, for some people who are trying to... You know the generation on Instagram married, who right? talk and talk about all the world of that? It's like, who, who? why are you listening to them? They've not lived. They're just but in my, the moment. But my point is here is that, like, we're talking about in the church, right? We're talking about in the church where we're all in Sunday school. They're all telling us about our no sex before marriage, blah, 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 blah. Marriage is a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. Blah, blah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I got married at 26. My wife was mm-hmm. 25, right? Mm-hmm. At that age... Because of her upbringing in the church and our culture as Yoruba people and mm-hmm. so on, we were both marriage-minded. But there are many people who are growing up, even within the church, and still mm-hmm. deciding that it's almost a, the, the, the strategy is almost to avoid marriage for as long as possible, to, to have your fun or, or do some version of sowing your royal oats, all the stuff that guys would do when they say basically like, you've basically run through a bunch of girls, get out of your system and then go settle down women are basically doing the exact same thing but without the exact same setup as men i don't think it's right for either to do but i think it's affecting women in a different way and it's putting us in a position where now guys are basically saying i don't want to marry this kind of woman and some guys will happily do it but there are a lot of women who are finding that i think my struggle is later on i think my struggle is this is all the internet talk um, it's all people online. I just I, the world I live in. I see people getting married. My brother marries people every single, most a lot of weekends. Young people mm-hmm. who have seen an example of people getting married. I want to try this. I want to work it out. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to be a hoe and then find your husband, go ahead. I could care less. If you feel that's your, that's the way to do it, go ahead and do it. There's hoes mm-hmm. winning every day. There's women who don't even want a husband and just fucking married men. The game is the game. What I'm saying is. In church, there is no rules in church. There's no rules. What? Whoa, there isn't. whoa. There isn't. Every whoa. rule is tailored. Every rule is tailored to how you see your own bullshit. And then you use the Bible to back your own shit up. I saw Jamal Bryan, who cheated on his wife, come to the pulpit and say, I'm still the man. And he quoted a scripture. I think it was, it had to be a David scripture. <laughs> That's the only way you're going to get out some pussy if you quote David. King ah. David. <laughs> <laughs> Then you back, and God still said to him, "Go and leave the people." And then that's David, it. <laughs> David, David's in heaven, like, "Oh, stop with my, you're still using my name for this." Nah, God, nah. Every time, every time my pastor sins or cheats on his wife, everyone just looks at David. God, man, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of your kids, you know. 
But what I'm saying is, when I say the church, there's no rules. What I mean is, I grew up in the church like you grew up in the church. Mm. I was, I had to live in the same rules, the same constraints that they put on us, as same as you. And I had to figure my way out. What I've come to learn as an adult is, who the fuck knows, man? Like Eddie Murphy said, <laughs> this is a, everybody tossing a coin here. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really hope God is a really, is a comedian here. And we all die and get to heaven. Gotcha! <laughs> hey, bear Christians be mad at God. You mean I could have had the hooker in the hotel all this time? You're a shameless guy, bro. Where have you seen the hooker? Where have you seen the hooker that you turned in at the pearly gates? You didn't want this in, on earth. You ain't getting this in heaven. And that's the medicine. That's the medicine there. Because I feel like what you're pointing out there is is the religiosity that you see in church sometimes. You see yeah. amongst people of faith and so on. Where you, you're not really regenerated as a person. You're just trying your best to modify your behaviours or to act yeah. holy or whatever it is. I, know, I, I, can, I, can, I can genuinely say, if I get to heaven or I get up past the afterlife and I find out that all of this was fake and I could have been having all the sex I want, I'm you no longer cool. going to be... Yeah, I'd be cool. Because I know why I've cool. made these decisions. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Look at Nigeria. The, one of the yeah. most prayerful countries you can imagine. I mean, there's a church on there's a church on churches. You see what I'm saying? You got church yeah. at level one, and there's another church going on upstairs, right? Facts. Big facts. No compassion in their in their behavior. Mm. Isn't that conflicting? Mm. As you yeah. preach this word every day, but you lack compassion within yourselves. So, what are you really here for? Remember you, you said but, the church I is that building. Where you don't expect the perfect, it's like a hospital. You're not supposed to get the perfect or the these people trying to change. But the church is the one place where the perfect, where the imperfect people get judged. But, well, really, yeah. I mean, to be fair, that has happened and it's been a big part of the church's history. But there are many churches on a day-to-day basis working with people, working them through what they've been through, and you know, mm-hmm. basically regenerating people. So many people have a new life based on what they've been through at church and i do believe in redemption i don't believe anybody should be written off but i do believe that what we need to do is that is 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 to not present this idea that because there's redemption there is room to basically do whatever you like and there's no consequence the truth is there are consequences for all of your choices in life Exactly. Be, right. And I want you to do whatever you like as long as you're prepared what, for the consequences. Exactly. Once women start being honest with each other and just start saying, look, I know I told you on the rap song that I'm scamming all these dudes and blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, I really wish Diddy would claim me as his girlfriend and he doesn't because he doesn't see me as where they're committing to. And, and How like, does that sell records? How? Of How does honesty sell records? Let me tell you an example. Michael Jackson, when he was, you know, they were signing, they were trying to work with them. You know, they believed in them. So, you know, you, you know, they brought them over to Diana Ross. Diana Ross was on her show. Like, I want to introduce you to the new kids. This is Michael. He's 10 years old. He goes, I'm eight. She goes, this is show business. You're 10. No, she, he was 10 years. She said, he's eight years old. He goes, I'm 10. She goes, this is show business. You're eight. Wow. Wow. And then everybody, when he, when he turns... I'm 30. Why is Michael so weird? Uh, let's see. <laughs> wow. So when you say to me, we should tell, but that's not how the world works. Not how the world works. The world actually says to us, we'd rather you lie to us. We would rather Takashi69 
hires a fake Lamborghini, hires fake watches, and throws money around that he doesn't have. We would rather that than the reality is, you know, when I go to the studio, it costs money to, to, to record here. So I have to make sure I'm using my time and evaluating properly. I have a little child here with me. Everyone switched over. Where's Soldier Boy at? That nigga drinking Hennessy from a, from a shoe. I want to see that. <laughs> that nigga drinking Hennessy from a shoe. I remember what you said. I told you, um, Hush Puppy or Cushions, yeah. Cushion Foot, whatever the nigga's name is, had 2.1 million followers on Instagram. What the hell were they following? I still don't know. This thing didn't even put, you know, if I'm doing fraud on that level, I'll have at least three or four inspirational quotes from, you know, Nietzsche and, you know, Giovanni and niggas like that, just to show some kind of depth. Mm. Even that. This nigga was running out of choppers, eating breakfast in a Versace robe. I quickly realized how insecure and broken we are as people. When 2.1 million people, some people were praying, God will do my own like this, or this is me, you're about to die tomorrow morning. <laughs> and that's why the devil must be sitting in hell like, I've been retired for so long, these niggas don't even know. Wow. So when, I, when, when, when people talk about, um, it's just like what we said earlier, Maybe we should stop looking at human beings and start really seeing them for who they really are. Trash. Yeah. We give ourselves too much props, Allah. Come on, man. We've been to churches where you hear a wildness and you're like, in the church? I mean, yeah, I mean, that part, we can't, <laughs> we can't, we can't lie about that part. I mean... Come on, man. You've heard something, you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's, it's wild because in this conversation, the full, it's like the clip that uh, I played was about one and a half minutes of about an eight to nine minute conversation. And that, even that's a clip of a much longer conversation. There's a lot of stuff that they were said that I just really don't agree with because I don't believe there's any love or compassion in there or, or hope or anything. Right. Like it's, 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 it's such a judgmental, mocking, you know, yeah. putting down, but, you know. But even but the tag Ola ran through baby mothers. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I, I do think that people exist on two extremes. People are, are going mm. at life and basically going like everything's okay, everything is possible, mm. everything's doable. Mm. And then some people are going, <laughs> you are nasty as whole, and nothing good's ever gonna come for you. And the truth mm. is, most of us live in the middle. There are extreme Listen, if they, listen, listen, not even the middle. I'm, we're talking the middle close to the bottom section. <laughs> most of us are most of us are trying to climb into the middle. You know? <laughs> we're trying to, and that's the, my brother broke it down for me. The, he said the ruling class has created the middle class so that you could so that you would stop looking at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you do, you put a buffer in. That's why that's that's yeah, why um yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, why, that's, yeah, why they, yeah. that's why the CEO has middle management, so that you think your boss is is the guy who you hate who's on like, he's on 60K and you're on 30 and you think, oh, he's yeah. the guy that's creaming off all the money. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah, the, million, yeah. the million there is not in the office. It's not even in the office. Like, my yeah. friend said to me one time, um, um, my, my, my boss is taking the, he's got to take the week off because it's half term and you know he's going to have the kids. This is me. Is he giving you the week off? She goes, no, this is me. Don't you have kids? <laughs> <laughs> that's the world, Allah. That's the world, Allah. 
He's going to take his kids to... She said that he was taking them to Disneyland. <laughs> so why are you taking your kids? She says to, to cinema to watch Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like JC said, it. same night, same fight, but one of us cats ain't playing right. I'll let you tell it. <laughs> That's that slick rap. It's the world, Ola, man. That's why I said yeah. when you become a billionaire... You will change so badly. You even be apologizing for me. I didn't think the change would be this bad, dog. I didn't think. Hey, bring me those lemon. Bring me those lemon hush puppies. I'll be wearing. Bro, when I tell you, yeah, like I've been, I've already, I've already been dreaming out what my life's gonna be like once we hire this maid. Oh my goodness, yo! Once we hire this maid, hey, make sure she's sixty-four with no hair, okay? Maids, 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 many a maids have fucked up many a relationships, dog. I don't see it. Right, I need her to be energetic so she can look after the kids. Just oh, to run around so, after these kids. Oh, so you want her to work out? <laughs> yeah, man, she's oh, energetic. Shit. The, uh, the, energetic. Moment, the moment, the moment the missus wakes up and sees her doing yoga in the living room, oh hell no, nah. get your devil worshiping. <laughs> Oh! The, hey, one thing I love about the world, the plan is so clear if you pay attention. Mm. You can get what you want in this world if you don't care. Mm. <laughs> the moment you start caring, you ain't gonna get much. You've got to, you can't care. When you get what you want, when you get that pie, then you pretend to care. That's the beauty of it. Bro. I, I, don't you find it funny when Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio says, we need to do more for the environment. We? <laughs> We <laughs> like I saw Johnny Depp front in an environment campaign. This nigga was spending thirty thousand dollars a month on wine. You don't care about the environment any more than I do, bro. I'm telling you, man. It's uh, I've been watching this YouTube channel called uh, by this guy called Jake Tran, and he does like money, power, crime, government, war. Those kind of videos that like, exposes that. Like, them to me. You just raised Bro, I, 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 you, you, you up and coming billionaire mindset. Y'all don't want to share the game. That's my shit right there. Tell me some bro. dodgy shit. Nah, he's this guy is solid. Like, even if I go to his page right now, bro, if I tell you about some of the the, the ones I've, I've watched, so many of his videos, it's actually it's actually quite mad. Let me let me find this page quickly, uh, Jake Trent. But yeah, I, big shout out to him, man, because his page is nuts. So um, I have. I've watched the one about, um, what's this place, Mount Gox, which is a, a Bitcoin exchange, how the guy basically um, just defrauded everybody and tried to run off with, uh, with millions. And I'm, 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 I'm actually, I think it might be billions. Um, about the Saudi uh, royals and the killing of Jamal Khashoggi. Um, the one allegedly, about, allegedly, allegedly. 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 The alleged. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> Olo, we haven't got money to fight the Saudis. We haven't got that kind of money. Nah, not at all, bro. And I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm within striking distance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they're innocent. I'm innocent to prove them guilty. I'm going to quote one of my favorite films. It's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Proof. 100%, man. They're going to send them dudes to me in an Uber. All they can prove, <laughs> he was in the embassy. But here's my thing, in it? The nigga didn't come out, okay? Also, where is he? If he's not, you know what I mean? But yeah. here's the thing. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Who's investigating? Not me. Not me. I watch. Imagine you're about... the cold. You're, you're the cold case file cop. Who they come to? 
You remember those cold case files? 30 years and we, we, we found a piece of hair <laughs> linking the, the royal family. <laughs> you know, they bring in a new cop Ooh. after 20 years. You know, when they when they called me in, they gave me the file and I said, first I'm going to do is going to sit through the evidence and see what we might have missed 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the moment I was asking myself, why has nobody looked at the Saudis. <laughs> Why has nobody looked at the Saudis? No, 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 Saudis. So you're going to say like this. And that's when I was like, I'm going to go over the footage. And I'm going over the footage. And what I realized is he walks in at 12.22. But on the time in, in Turkey, they're six hours ahead. So he was actually in there at eight o'clock. That makes no sense, but it's just oh, you're, like, wow. You're at home like, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't even clock, you know, the time difference. The time difference, that's where they go. Man. This is why these so guys are on the cold case. They've doctored the, 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 the footage thing. Oh. Mm. They said it to GMT because it was actually a camera. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, when the cold case guy... Like three months into the case, it always gets it always gets to this point. Three months in, this case became personal. I don't know what to find. <laughs> You're like, all right, player, Mr. Personal. You know, it just comes a time where you just have to let the evidence speak to you. I was just looking at this post and saying, what is it? What what is the story here? What's the mm. story? What is the story here? Have you seen them walk, yeah. go back to the back to the scene of the crime and like now they done built like a Chili's, they done built, <laughs> they done built a McDonald's drive-thru around They built a McDonald's, but they still send the, hey, I've seen some of them where they've built a new home, but they send the forensics team in and there was like blood under the floorboard. Bruh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine blood just chilling there for 20 years. Bruh. Anyway, Imagine you killed someone 20 years ago and there's a drop of blood under some floor, but that got you, get you convicted. Really? That's that's what got me? Dang. <laughs> Try blood. Bro, seriously. I've seen those ones, man. The guy, the guy ripped up the carpet, changed the carpet. He didn't know that one drop of blood went through the floorboards into the... the yo, relax, man. You might have tried too hard to catch me. Relax. Oh, you think me. forensic? You think forensic and uh, forensic people can never say, "I can't find my key." It's like my nigga, you you be finding DNA, <laughs> bro. I yeah. see what I see one where they where they were like, you know, we spoke to the neighbors and they said around that time they seemed to remember him laying a new floor in the garage. So we dug up the whole cement floor Hell in the yeah. garage and found Hell yeah. bodies. Hey, like, the whoa. way these cases get solved, yeah, it's the most random sometimes. Like. We followed the receipt. Oh, we narrowed down who bought a pen with a ballpoint pen in 94. And I'm like, mad. That's why if you're going to commit crime, that's why we have to thank God for Nigeria, you know? Because, listen, if you have to follow receipts, I don't know. I think... Uh, <laughs> I do remember. I can't... I am it, it used to be one Mama Larry that was selling pens back then. Well, 94, 95. One of those years. Bro, when I say to you, yeah, this is one thing. And I said it to my mom because I was like, you have to understand the level of specialty that some people like of, of being so such a master in what they do in America. There was one where it was like they um, they, they found like the car or something like that. 
and they were trying to identify the car and they had a part and they had this serial number. Now this car has been out of uh, production for production. 50 years, but there's a guy who's been working at the company for 55. And he remembers that in that year, they sold 23 of those cars, of those Man. parts or whatever. Man. And then now he, he now goes, you know what? That I recognize that piece because I worked with that piece every day. That's a very special piece for this very special order. And it was done as a custom job for this one guy. I'm like, why are these murderers always getting very identifiable? No, but Ola, 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 yeah, I really believe it's the same Cain and Abel story where he said, you know, that you, you killed your brother and he goes, my, my brother's keeper. And he goes, the fields are crying, you know, that you killed your brother. Yes. It's like the evidence is there. Yeah. And I just feel like, you no know, matter all the crime things I've watched, it's God's way of just leaving the evidence there. You know, mm. and human mm. beings' capabilities to find the little dots and put them together. Because I'm yeah. telling you, just like you said, the guy just realized, yeah, I worked with that piece. Or one year they were trying to find a ring. They were trying to find a ring. All of this ring had been pawned five times, and they still managed to get not only the person, the fifth person who had the ring, the pawn shop. He had the receipt of the person who bought the ring, who they were looking wow. for. So when they faxed the name. It was perfect. And I was just like, man, God is real. Obviously, there's those bait ones where, listen, if you're going to commit a crime, don't take your phone with you. Niggas be like, I wasn't even in the area. They took your phone because you were pinning in her, in her fucking bedroom. Like, like, what you <laughs> like this, your phone gives you away. You know the worst part of your phone? Even deleted messages betray you. They bring them back. It's like, the that shit. This is what I'm saying, bro. Do you know how many times they get caught off of like 30 years later, they're in a bar in Spain bragging about how they got away with murder one time. I'm like, bro, like get, yeah. get a blog or something, write anonymously somewhere, like write but on also, a piece of paper and throw it away. But that's the thing, Ola, the, the propensity to want to tell people what you did. Do you know how many times someone just walked to the police station, I've got information on the crime. What happened? This nigga said he killed someone. First of all, Hold on a second. Okay, yeah. First of all, I want to know if, if I'm a friend, if my friend said to me, I'm going to tell you something from me, I killed someone, I'm going to be like, bro, as a friend, you're going to have to turn yourself in. You have to do that. You just have to do that because I will. <laughs> because I don't trust you around my, I don't trust you around my kids no more, you know? Bro. It's like, it's, it's not even enough that I don't trust you on my kids. But, uh, what would you do if your friend came to you in the middle of the night? Yeah. Oh, I've killed my wife. I killed her by mistake. Um, you had an argument. You, maybe you know they've been having problems, right? Yeah. And he's killed her by mistake. That's yeah. a genuine mistake. But he wants you to help him move the body. What no would you way. do? I'm not the friend to call. To be fair, you're not. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> the friend to call. You're not. I don't I'm know that. Let me call Jason quickly because I'll go be asking the question. Have you prayed? <laughs> right now, no. <laughs> well, Jay, I'm gonna call Jay on this one. Jay gonna ride with a nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not the friend to call for that. No, 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 no. no. Put it up, put yeah. it on your LinkedIn. That should be your link on your LinkedIn. You know, I'm not the friend to call for that. I'm not the friend to call for that. I'm, I'm just not. The I'm not, yeah. and, and to be honest... And, and, by the way, I'm not the friend to call for that either, by the way. I'm not the friend to call for that. I will tell you, you're going to have to... Listen, I'll support you. We'll go to the yeah. police station. We'll tell them what happened, but we will face this the right way. We ain't mm -hmm. cutting no corners here. You ain't jumping. Yeah. Even if you did it by mistake, you still <coughs> killed someone. You have to take responsibility for that. Of course. That's exactly what you're what not going to do. is yeah. going to try and hide from this. It's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. 
And and that's the the whole conversation is going to be around. Okay, how long ago did you just hit her? Let's call the ambulance and see if there's anything that can be done. Maybe she's not really mm. dead. Maybe she could be revived. Mm. You need to you need to be able to make your case in court that this was not this malicious premeditated murder. But you're going to take yep. responsibility for what you did. Yeah. If yep. you struck yep. your and wife I, or whatever I, it is. Yep. You know we're gonna make sure we're gonna make sure it's um uh, a single shower so you don't have to worry about dropping the soap. We're gonna make sure you use shower gel. Okay, we're gonna update that because I don't know how people think they shower in gel. It's just soap. Like, come on, man. that's the nineteen seventies fantasy. Like, they must have shower gel by now. You know what I mean? Even, even just the little the little push finger you have in there, they must have those. You know, it can't be niggas just pulling up with their own soap. I was about to say, man, you think they got them uh, hand sanitizer dispensers by now? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much of your hygiene is important in, in. I just can't imagine convicts, you know, and sitting on their bump and just creaming their body with cocoa butter. You know, like, today, I'm gonna walk the yard and all, you know. Just, <laughs> you, you, know? You, know that, you know that new prison guard starting today, she a little honey, you know what I'm saying? So. I said, let me put on a little. Oh, what you doing today? Um, I, I got library today. You know, I'm you know, I'm doing the library books. You know, today. You know, you work in the Germany. You can work in the library. Yeah, yeah, books. yeah, yeah. Get your diploma. You know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, we got to, we got, to, we got to round up, player man, because you know, I got to. Uh, hey, listen, I can already hear Jason's voice note. Big up to you, man. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good morning, Kings. Uh big up to you, man. For that <laughs> Disarm brothers nowadays when you went to nothing bullshit. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, Sultan, well go on, listen. <laughs> you got a big man up to bring him down now. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Sultan. No, Sultan, well go on. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious, man. Man said morning kings. What a yeah, king. yeah, Today. I like that. Good at this week. Good at the you, man. You got to big them up. You got you got to give them that title. Yo, CEO. Well, go on. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't really like. <laughs> Why you start giving them some some of them? Hey, yo, Vice President of Operations. Yo, why would it turn? Looks like a lady. Yo, team leader. Well, go on. <laughs> whoa, 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 come on, man. Cool, man. The shift yo, leader. Manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> assistant manager. Why is that not a title though, really? Why is it Kings? Why, yo, Prince? Why is it not your Prince? Why well, go on, Prince? Like, I'm a Prince. Bro, either way, man. Love to Jason. Appreciate you staying on I'm sorry that it's short. We know you want it. I was about to say, we know you want it long. Pause. Whoa, brother. Brother. Hey. <laughs> we know you like it to have a bit of, I was going to have a bit of length. <laughs> now pause 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 we know you like a longer podcast a longer version uh, of the podcast a very like meaty a- episode so <laughs> <laughs> you can sink your teeth into you know? we, we know you like a stacked episode still we know you like a stacked one <laughs> I said a meaty episode hey pause we know you like a, a why, bro, why is why is why is everything we say in our lives now hella innuendo? You know, I told you I was on the the Piccadilly line. I was going to Cockfosters already. I was like, I'm stressed. But the station before that was awkward. I was like, Yo, where the hell are you? 
It's like oh, oh. hell no. I got that Oakwood, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got that mahogany. No, I'm joking. Um, I used to have a dog joke about cock clusters. What was it? It was just um about the guys that uh that's that, that stand on the tube and they hug they hug up the pole too much. Because it's like everyone's supposed to be using it, but why are you so close up on it? That one time at the train jolted, I went to grab the pole. Uh, I missed and grabbed the wrong pole. The guy's name was Yaroslav Pawlowski, but that was like a, a side little garnish joke that he's a pole. He's Polish. But anyway, the idea is I grabbed his dick and then... Did they pick up on it? Some people did, some most people didn't. Um, and then the idea was that it was like, um, I was like, yo, I, I, I didn't know I was on the Piccadilly line to cut Foster's, like something like that to get the punchline out after I grabbed the guy's joke in the joke. Anyway, that was the joke. Back then, uh, and I remember looking at the Piccadilly. That's when that's when you've been watching Live at the Apollo, and you're thinking, "How, how my Ryan Pen got to work so they can understand where I'm coming from?" Because <laughs> you know that joke yeah, went about nothing. You're just like they're gonna like the cock fosters. You know, I'm not gonna say white people, but you know how. <laughs> <laughs> You know how you be at the open mic now, you see that white comic, you know. I'm living with my roommate now and they were having sex over there really loud. I was like, all right, mom and dad. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> boss, see what dad. you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, so you, your roommate is your parents? Oh, 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 so you live in a home. Damn. Wow. 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 Right, just there, there. Mm. The game before is we go, Leo Curse, before we go, Leo Curse put on Facebook, people who are not going to Edinburgh this year, why are you, why are you not going, basically? So, yeah. you know, a bunch of comments are flying. So, I, wrote, I decided to pursue comedies this year instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. Oh, That's shit. funny. That's oh, funny. Shit. All right. Did we get I a parkour? We... What did, did we get a parkour? The parkour is... Um, Oh, what 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 um, what what's what words does he have towards towards lists that are terrible? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be honest. You, you know what gassed me up was when I started um, re- uh, rapping that intro from George Clinton on uh, on you can't see blind me. stairs of a million. A million that's, 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 that should be the name of the podcast. You can't see me because they put my number yeah. twenty nine. You can't yeah. see us. You can't see me. The blind stairs of a million pairs. The blind, the blind list of a two hundred albums, and you never realize they can never see. Although, in light of what happened with the list, Cardi B has now replaced Genuine (laughs) (laughs) on the insult list. Okay, we're gonna roll over that one. No, seriously, I I had to apologize for the for the jabs that uh, at Genuine on my my Instagram story because. I watched this video of somebody doing uh, the ad-libs to <laughs> My Whole Life Has Changed. You realise, that guy has some top-tier ad-libs. Hey, did <laughs> we, you see the video I posted? The video oh, I posted. Was I didn't like that. I didn't like that because I felt like at that time he was in his heyday. He was sexy chocolate, fair play. But credit to the man to still want to entertain his fans in this his grown-ass years. Man. Let's keep supporting brothers, man. You people mocking him, saying, no, no, no. I didn't want to sit on his dick if he offered the chance. Go ahead, genuine man. Can you see I'm not here? You see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, like, it I was never. Hate. I didn't want close. Yeah, it was comes never about hating on Genuine. I love Genuine like that. I was happy to see the niggas working. He's got nine kids. He had to do that move. <laughs> it was in the contract. Hey, yo, we ain't do you can't if you don't do the move, we ain't giving you the money. <laughs> he could have easily no. have gone on there and sp- spoke about dear Hoogley's wife. You could have done that. Oh, <laughs> but he has talent, you know. Nah, <laughs> that was uncomfortable. Yo, shout yeah. out to everybody who has been uh, rocking with us. Those of you who are sending in stuff for us to comment on, highly, highly appreciate it. It's been fun dealing with some of these topics. Um, and, and and yeah, even trying to keep from reined in during the week because as soon as I send him the stuff, he wants to start rattling off on it. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> wait for the pod, wait for the pod. Save it for the pod. So we're, we're more than happy to take more and more of those submissions. Um, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, Jason was was pulling us up about the fact we don't really promote the pod. We don't really do the clips and do all of, like, the editing and blah, 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 blah. I don't know about you guys, but I, I like feeding you guys, those of you who enjoy the pod. If you do want to see more in terms of the content and so on, please do send me a message and let me know. Let me know what you need. Is it that you need shorter clips? Um, you know, I know some of you record bits as voice notes to send to your group chats i much love for doing that big big appreciation but if you need me to do some more then uh you know i'm saying like if it's your request then by all means i'll try and make some more time to do it life is busy and all that i know films needs to run so please do keep hitting us up on socials that's at film beyond Matai on instagram at film beyond twitter and say all of the comedian on a thing because that's on neighborhood that's on crip baby that's on blood that's on Rolling Stones. That's, that's on You on... Can't See Me. That's on David. <laughs> that's, on King... right, that's on Sultan, Nick. That's on Sultan. <laughs> hey, peace, 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 everybody, man. Peace, peace.